Welcome to East West Variety Show. Conversations that cross borders, engage minds, and uplift spirits. Hosted by Silver and Emily. In today's episode, we'll navigate the waters of confidence and corruption with the help of Critical Thinking Compass. To find out more, put on your floaties and stay tuned. One of Silver's passion is philosophy. And when you're friends with someone who studies it extensively, you're bound to be reeled into the world of profound thoughts and occasional confusion. We usually have very interesting discussions, and today we're going to explore a quote from one of her favorite authors, Nietzsche. So what do you have today for us, Silver? Well... You know how it is with me and Nietzsche quotes. I can't just pick one, but we had to. <laughs> it's like choosing who's your favorite child or favorite figure. But this quote uh, just happened to uh, work for us as uh, as uh, I, I was... Uh, playing around it and uh, the under the sea and all that good stuff. So it's mm -hmm. what it's meant to be, meant to be, right? Right. So the quote goes, one must be a sea to receive a polluted stream without becoming impure. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we touched base a little bit before, what could it possibly mean? Uh, we came across such turning key points as confidence, corruption, and critical thinking. Mm -hmm. So how do you understand this quote from the angle of having the confidence? Well, I understand it as if you have a lot of confidence to begin with within yourself, then no matter what anybody says, right? So a little bit of negativity here, a little bit of negativity there, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter because you repulse it. Hmm. Or maybe repulse is not the right word, but it bounces off you. It doesn't affect you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because we, <laughs> we humans are uh, social creatures. Mm -hmm. You can't just stick your head in the sand like ostrich or live in a cave like some mystical sage. Uh, yeah, for most mortals, that's not just a lifestyle. So we are out there interacting constantly, consciously, unconsciously. And as we are exposed... Mm -hmm all these other circumstances, people, and their opinions. There's so much out there from people on the street to people on a TV and, uh, hey, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all these opinions, it's, uh, it's seriously like this huge ocean when you think about underworld. This ocean with all sorts of creatures great and small, uh, different colors. Mm -hmm. They are just opinions, reflections. And imagine you're this seahorse. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Right? You're a seahorse. You know you're a seahorse. You own it. You're fine. And you're just going about your business. Do, 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 do. And there's a huge whale. Well, okay. Have you ever seen a small whale? Anyways. <laughs> so <laughs> there's this whale and he floats by and hi, buddy. And then there's this piranha. Sorry. Do varieties live in oceans? No, I think they're somewhere. I, no, in I don't. Oh. Yeah, I don't think they do live in. Yeah, ocean. more tropical. Okay, scratch that. So there's a, a sharky. There yes. we go. There's a sharky, and then there's plankton, which mm-hmm. is like dinky, dinky, dinky. So, see, there's all these exposures, mm-hmm. and you're in this vast ocean, right? It's it's limitless. It's amazing. So that's how I see this quote when it comes to owning yourself of who you are if you're a seahorse you're a seahorse if you're a shark you're a shark own it right Mm -hmm. and whatever floats by floats by you don't let it affect you Mm -hmm. so let's say the seahorse is like holy crap that shark or whale gonna eat me Mm -hmm. right and you are affected and this fear Mm -hmm becomes poison and what is poison it in this toxicity right this mental toxicity gets to you and and what happens next domino effect Mm -hmm. because if you are confident and sound and who you are and you're fine and you are not constantly looking for everybody's approval, mm-hmm. everybody's opinion about X, Y, Z, whatever it is, right? They can't touch you. Right. Right? You, you don't let it get to you and it just, you know, flows away. Mm-hmm. Like that's where these streams Nietzsche talks about. Yeah. Everybody is a stream. Everything is a stream. And when you let's say, get fearful, mm-hmm. like your confidence, uh, the opposite spectrum would be low self-esteem, right? Mm-hmm. When you're in that space, everything gets to you. Yeah, it reminds me of Murphy's Law. Are you familiar with that? Uh, I read him when I was 13. Go on. Murphy's Law is essentially uh, whatever that can go wrong will go wrong if you think about it. What you focus upon, you bring upon. Yeah. It's the mindset, period. Mm -hmm. Right? And going into that mindset, do you have a mindset? Okay, this this word has been so much dragged around. It has lost pretty much its (laughs) true essence, like positivity and positive mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, you just see it everywhere on billboards on... um, (laughs) Boxer shorts everywhere, just like, oh, I think it's lost its potency. So I would say when, uh, yeah, I'd rather use the success consciousness Mm -hmm. because when you are on a track of love, on a track of success, on a track of everything is fun, everything always works out for me, right? Mm -hmm. Like I am with the universe instead of uh, they're out there to get me, Mm -hmm. right? So this huge contrast between how you're approaching life. Yeah. 
right? So if you think everybody is after you, everybody is trying to screw you over or do something bad to you or plotting against you, you know, it's, yeah. it, it pretty much reminds me of French court. But anyways, uh, <laughs> a lot of people still live with that suspicious mm-hmm. uh, mindset, which is very toxic to you. It's not a confidence booster at all. Yeah. So it's actually very interesting that you mentioned the word mindset. Uh, mm. I read something that a quote that well, more like a, a story that someone posted on the discord server, mm-hmm. which goes like this. Uh, a man goes to the zoo and then sees a very, very big elephant attached to a pole with a very thin rope and he was so so surprised that the the elephant would not move from the pole and it was it was big and strong and if he wanted to mm-hmm. he could have just broken free mm-hmm. and yet he didn't and so then he he went to the zookeeper and then spoke with the zookeeper asked him why is it that your elephant is attached to a pole and he's not doing anything about it and he's not breaking free? Mm-hmm. And so the zookeeper said, well, it's because when he was little and he was small, well, that that rope was strong enough to hold him to the pole. Mm-hmm. And when he was little, when he tried to escape, he couldn't. It would only cause him pain. Mm-hmm. And so then afterwards, he never tried. So he got used to it. Mm. So, so now, now, even if he's strong now, much bigger, and he can break free so easily, he's got this mindset mm-hmm. that he can't. Because yeah. he's been conditioned uh, Thank you. to think like that. I was waiting for the keyword. Conditioning, <laughs> conditioning. And to me, it is a synonym to domestication. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the history, most domestication, uh, when it happens, the tool that is used, <laughs> mm-hmm. and now me and nature are like, high five, uh, because I just have to uh, bring in that the main tool mm-hmm. for domestication or conversion into religion was fear. Yes. And fear is what holds most people in slavery. And that elephant is right there with them. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Fear is the greatest tool to keep anybody in bondage. And I'm not talking about a fun one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not that kind of guy. So going back to the confidence, it's uh, we we touched base on this when uh, when you are sharing your uh, new gain confidence in yourself mm-hmm. uh, during your journey of getting in a better shape and and remember when I was telling you that while you are working on 
that physical transformation, you're working as well on the mental aspects oh. of your wellness. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about that. Yeah. And your mental muscle, right? Mm-hmm. Was growing stronger. Yes. Like it wasn't just your body gaining the stamina, mm-hmm. but so was your mental muscle. Absolutely. Like you grow stronger mentally. Mm-hmm. And when you're strong mentally, you have a fantastic self-esteem, a fantastic confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. So when people say things, whatever they are, they don't affect you the same way. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that leads into if you are not in that good space, mm-hmm. right? You are easily corrupted. Yeah. Um, you're very, I don't want to say gullible, but... But you believe those lies that you're being fed. Mm-hmm. And you don't remain true to yourself. Or rather, or rather, when it involves you, you're not impartial. Well, the thing with opinions, they're just opinions. Mm-hmm. And we always have a choice. Do we accept them? Do we agree with them? Or we don't. It's that simple. Yeah. (laughs) Like the example with, would you take an advice how to perform a heart surgery from a janitor? Right? Mm -hmm. Would you seek an advice uh, from somebody who has absolutely no idea in that field? Like, would you go to the dentist for new tires? Hey, buddy. (laughs) Like, we have a really good relationship, but I, I need new tires. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Hmm? And as this example is very comical, but that's the reality how most people are. Yeah. They go for advice to all the wrong people. Right. Starting with their family. Yeah. They don't absolutely nothing about it. Nothing. But guess what? They're going to have an opinion. Yeah. Like, that's... That's phenomenal, do you think? Like, everybody always has an opinion. I think people usually reach out to those they are most comfortable with Mm -hmm. instead of reaching out to the right people. Mm. Well, it's very illogical. It's a nonsense. Mm -hmm. It's, It's a nonsense. Absolute nonsense. It's like, okay, let's imagine. You're trying to get into shape. Right. Mm -hmm. And why would you talk to your uh, relatives, siblings, mother, father, whosoever, who are obese about it? They apparently are not going anywhere with it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It makes sense. But they do have a lot of opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they know what they should be doing, like staying more active, eating more healthier foods, X, Y, Z. They know what to do, mm-hmm. but they're not doing it. So why would you go to somebody who is not on that path? Mm-hmm. Well, he, she, it, unicorns, pixie dust, skittles, you know. Oh, we have a, such a good relationship. Well, yeah, that's great. 
have a good relationship, Mm -hmm. but don't go to somebody who is not on that path. Yeah. It makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Go talk with somebody who is on that path. Yeah. Or go seek out a professional or someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Even if it's a total stranger, as long as they're uh, they're more more of an expert on that matter, mm-hmm. then uh, it's more beneficial to you. Exactly. And you only remain a stranger for so long as you get to know a person. <laughs> you, you're no stranger as, anymore. I just have to look at us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, who have thought that uh, now we're going to be biking buddies, you know? And yeah, uh, that's just, uh, <laughs> yeah, who would have thought? But that's how it goes. When you are on a path, you're going to meet all the right people in all the right times. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it has to happen that way. When you're ready to be healthy, mm-hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you name it. Mm-hmm. The right people, the right circumstances, the right books, the right, right occasions, it's all going to come to you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So going back to the opinions and being indifferent... That is a huge game changer when it comes to dealing with a lot of people that are very close into your life. Because a lot of times, those people don't want you to get out of that uh, sandbox. Yeah. They're comfortable with you being in that particular way. Yeah. And when you make change, they're not. Yeah, we're not saying we're not saying everyone, right? Like, no. eh, but <laughs> truth of the matter is. Um, a lot of mental health problems that a lot of people have is caused by family members. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's caused by people who are supposed to be closest to you. <laughs> well, it, it, and it kind of makes sense because those are the people who can affect you mm-hmm. as much mm-hmm. because we have certain expectations from them. We have an expectation of uh, unconditional love from them of <laughs> when most of us are conditioned to love conditionally isn't that ironic exactly that is absolutely <laughs> ironic uh but no you, you expect them to mm-hmm. fully support you you expect them to love you we are blood we are related uh and when they don't and when they turn out to be toxic mm-hmm. or abusive mm-hmm. Uh, it's a huge letdown and it affects your mental health so much. And mostly during childhood too, uh, they shape your personality. They shape your now adult mental health. Oh. Um, and so, uh, absolutely. Uh, I don't know where I was going with this. But <laughs> <laughs> well, but, family uh, is a, a very important um i don't want to say tool per se but the environmental shaping of our mindset mm-hmm. outlook mm-hmm. and approach to life yeah is formed 
and that time, especially like you mentioned, uh, childhood, mm -hmm. we are so impressionable. Yes. And it's not just because uh, we are young. It's not just because, you know, naive or gullible or all that. We trust uh, those yes. people yes. around us, mm -hmm. right? When you trust You don't have that suspicious um, a mindset or approach to things. Mm -hmm. You're just wide open. Yeah. You know, it, it just the way it goes. When you trust somebody, you don't have those filters. And when we mature, you know, ripen like good grapes for vino, <laughs> when we ripen and our critical thinking begins to sharpen, mm -hmm and more focus our lens on things in life, Yes, that's when it's very crucial to realize that so many things when we gr were growing up are lies. Yes. And most of it was because of fear. Yes. A lot of our fears are just generational, passed on traditions. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter where you are in the world or who you are. Seriously, mm -hmm. it totally doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, look at us, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as soon as you you realize that you're in a toxic environment, it is so important to break free from that. You have to do it for yourself. You have to. Mm -hmm. I think it's everyone's... Mission to break free of those chains. Yeah, right. We're we're not here to suffer. I mean, unless you're Catholic. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I have no love for anything that uses fear as the as their greatest tool of salvation. Oh, That's yeah, no, just I'm I'm not baloney. a fan of ruling with fear either. It's uh That's it is. what organized religions pretty much do. So they can all go to, you know. <clears throat> so with that being said, this conditioning, or as Don Miguel Ruiz says, domestication mm -hmm. is when we as free spirits without limits, you know, the soul is free reigning, all is great, all is well, and mm -hmm. we experience life with joy and love. And when that happens, the domestication of humans, dogs, cats, etc., yeah. the fear molds and shapes our perception of things. Yes. Right? And, and that's where then all the negative beliefs come from absolutely don't do this don't be that way oh my god you're gonna embarrass us oh you're gonna embarrass yourself how could you do this to me mm -hmm. right all this it's these broken records of you're not good enough you're not pretty enough you're not skinny enough you're not making enough it just this passed down broken record crap mm -hmm. and until you exercise critical thinking and enter the doorway that can set you free mm -hmm. 
you'll never get to the point where you're going to be confident in who you are and let all the other opinions, including the traditional dogmas that are passed on, mm -hmm. to flow, mm -hmm. right? Like Nietzsche said, one must be a sea, sea, you know, ocean, a vast vessel. Yes. Like you're not cramped in, you know, like little dinky corner, mm -hmm. right? You must be this vast yes. ocean. And it just flows. Yeah. It just flows. Bye-bye. <laughs> right? But if you're in a corner, well, guess what? Fight or flight. Mm -hmm. Right. All these negative emotions and unpleasant emotions are coming up. Somebody says something um, like they don't like something, what you do or your appearance saying, holy shit. Mm -hmm. You know, let's sing the ship. That's it. I can't take it anymore. Uh, why? That just one's person's opinion. Right? So you have to be free of that. Yeah. Everything is just a freaking opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Can be a wrong one, too. Well, I mean, opinions are supposedly, there's no right or wrong, but uh, I'm talking more about when it comes to critical thinking. Mm -hmm. When you get bombarded with so many truths or versions of truth it presented to you. Mm -hmm. um, that's when critical thinking comes in handy. And uh, this tool will help you uh, throughout your life. Absolutely. It, cha it changed my life on how I think uh, when I was in college and I was taking this class called Theory of Knowledge. Mm -hmm. And that professor changed the way I thought, Aww. uh, and by simply introducing this one question that we should ask ourselves when we are presented with statements. And the question is, how do you know? How do you know? How do you know? I Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you uh... get presented with statements. And mm -hmm. you wonder if it's true or not. You simply ask yourself this question, how do you know? Is that a reliable source? Yeah. Should I believe them? Yeah. Uh, are they credible? Absolutely. And that's where cross-referencing comes in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but this tool, this one sentence will help you in life in anything that you do. Mm -hmm. Because you don't blindly believe. Absolutely. Some people may tell you things out of malice. Or some people might tell you things and it's not intentional to, to harm mm -hmm. you in any way. But uh, they're not, they themselves are not informed well. Uh, and so they just spread around rumors or lies. Oh, yeah. And uh, the, the, the way to protect yourself from that is to ask yourself if that is true, if, if what you're hearing is true. And do your homework. Exactly. And do your homework because a lot of times, let's say, especially when you're talking with friends, 
Mm -hmm. It is plausible that certain information that they give you or share with you, they could have been misinformed themselves, Mm -hmm. right? It's it's normal occurrence in human interactions. Mm-hmm. Like you think one thing, but it's actually something else. And there's no malice whatsoever. Why would a friend give you uh, poor information, right? Yeah. So dropping that, that errors happen, right? Yeah. Human all to human right there. Mm-hmm. And doing your homework means that not that you are Doubting and being suspicious of every word right. and every move yeah. everybody does. No, no, that's that would be obsessive. That would be mm-hmm. uh, paranoid. There's no need for that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to making an educated decision or like finding your truth, mm-hmm. like I remember back in California, I had a friend of mine and she got this thing uh, from the AA support groups, mm-hmm. and she used that all the time, like, that's your truth, but this is my truth. And I really like <laughs> that because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of butting our heads about, no, my way is the right mm-hmm. way, right? <laughs> or like, oh, you're X, Y, Z, right? Yeah. I can accept that your truth is different than mine, mm-hmm. and that's just fine. Yeah. Right. If 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 somebody is saying that the sky is pink and unicorns are taking a nap mm-hmm. and skills are floating around in the air and whatnot, well, who am I to burst their bubble, right? <laughs> Like, that's their truth. Yeah. That's the way how they want to see it. So be it. Mm -hmm. That's none of my business. Right? Like, they're not interfering with my truth. We can all coexist. Mm -hmm. Right? Without being the oppressors or being just stupid about it. Why? See, I don't have a problem with that. But... Where I draw the line is when they start preaching. Ooh! <laughs> right? Oh, um, yeah. oh it, yeah. It's... Okay, listen. I'm... For example, I'm not religious. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are. Why do you think we get along so well? <laughs> right? <laughs> that's fine. I have no problem no. with religion at all. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are Muslim or if you are Christian, oh. if you are Orthodox, mm-hmm. that's fine. You have your belief system. Mm-hmm. I have mine. Yeah. Uh, not in any deities or anything, but uh, it's fun. It doesn't bother me because I see religion as a guide yes, uh, for be. morals and values mm-hmm. And uh, that's my take on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm fine with that as long as you don't preach. And then if you don't come knocking on my door, ringing the doorbell, <laughs> and then start telling me if you, if I don't convert, then I'm going to go to hell. Ooh. No, go yourself. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> don't forget the eternal flames and pitchforks. It, right? Like I, <laughs> it's okay. Listen, if, your religion is so good mm-hmm. and it is so almighty and it is so, everything that is 
the goodness mm -hmm. of all universe, I would like to think that I would naturally be drawn to it and I would not need to be preached in mm. order to join. Okay. Um, if something is naturally good, it is naturally inviting and it's, it, it, mm -hmm. it piques my curiosity. But going the approach of preaching is having the, the opposite effect. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes me not want to learn about it. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't see it the way you see it. Um, and so that's, that's where I draw the line. I just got an image of Chihuahua. The smaller the dog, the bigger the bark. <laughs> Meaning that yeah. if you're secure... Everything is fine. You don't got to prove anybody anything. You don't have to shove down anybody's throat anything. You know? Only insecure people do that. Yeah. I rarely see a Great Dane bark. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I've been around them, and I'll tell you. I, I can attest. I mean, in my life, I haven't been around hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dogs. It is that way. Yeah. The smaller the dog, the bigger the bark, the bigger the dogs. The, you know, they're like, do, 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 Scooby Doo style. Who cares? Right. Like, I yeah. got nothing to prove. I'm cool. I'm cool mm -hmm. as a cucumber. You go on. So the same principle applies with people. Mm -hmm. Right? The more confident you are, the less you have to talk about it. Yeah. Seriously. So that was an example of religion, but it, it Propaganda works the same way. Or, um, <laughs> so, for example, if you are a believer of certain propagandas, it's fine as long mm. as you don't try to convince me. I believe otherwise. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, it, it comes down to the, the preaching part. That's where I draw the line. Absolutely. And you should. Why would you want to listen to something that is forced upon you it's like radio right yeah like you turn on the radio you want to listen to country you listen to country you want to listen to classical music so be it but when somebody is forcing mm -hmm. their station on you well yeah mm -hmm. that, that that is a problem mm -hmm. like get get the hell out of my space Get off my property. Yeah, you know? because the thing is, I I respect you enough to not do the same thing for you, right? With mm -hmm. you. Like, I'm not going to try to... If I said whatever I had to say, and then you're, uh, you're dead set on not believing it and uh, being uh, your opinion being against it, I'm not going to try to convince you any further because I, I know there's, there's no point. And... Mm -hmm. um, and also, I don't want to annoy you with it. So if I give you that respect, I expect that for myself. Yeah. Treat others like you want to be treated, period. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you can have diverse outlooks, right? Different opinions. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it is. We are different. We were made to be different. We were made to enjoy the contrast and actually have a conversation. Because if we are totally the same, well, guess what? There's no sparks. There's no chemistry. It's blah. Mm -hmm. You know? And that respect 
I just love how it beautifully comes full circle. Mm-hmm. A person who is confident in themselves is very respectful. And I'm not talking about not dropping a couple of F-bombs here and there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Or uh, chewing with your mouth open. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> the idea is when you respect yourself as a human being, as a spiritual being, enjoying this experience, as a, a part of this universal puzzle, Mm-hmm. You give respect to everything that is around you mm-hmm. in whatever shape or form it takes, yeah. right? So, you know, going back to uh, somebody preaching and shoving it down your throat, mm-hmm. forcing mm-hmm. to do that, now we have a problem. Yeah. Right? When it goes against the, the free will and uh, it just in certain circumstances... It just seems so ironic that here we are in, you know, the great country of free will and freedom reign and all that. And the propaganda Mm -hmm. and the fear tactics, it just all full blown about taking away certain freedoms. Yeah. Can we just, um, because I kind of want to, I kind of want to explore Hypothetically, hypothetically, say, say you believe in this, a certain propaganda. Uh, Let's, let's take the propaganda has been around forever and always will be. (laughs) So say you believe in that Mm -hmm. and what's the end goal here? Are you trying to save humanity? (laughs) You, You get what I mean? Like, um, no, because okay. I'm not here to save anybody. Right. That's the, that's <laughs> it. That's it. And so, um, for those people who preach, mm-hmm. they have some sort of complex, a uh, savior <laughs> complex. Where, it's a real thing. Yeah. For real. Right. Like they think that they're out there. Their sole purpose in life is to be a savior and to convince others that, uh, to think like them. Otherwise, I don't know. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing uh, the universe any justice or something like that. Um, in my humble opinion, you, you believe your beliefs. Mm-hmm. And if you're happy with that, then that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not your job to be the savior. It's not your job to try and impose your own opinions on other people. You can present them, Mm. certainly. You can talk about them Mm -hmm. and then let others know what your thoughts are, sure. But don't impose them Mm -hmm. because they have their own opinions. Of course, of course. And when you impose, you are basically being a tyrant. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, like my way or the highway. Absolutely. And that is not healthy whatsoever. And actually when you put the the preacher, the savior under 
a microscope and you really examine that particular behavior mm-hmm. and the tendencies, if you like, you see that is it's a very extreme behavior, right? Mm-hmm. And everything is about the balance. So when a person is imbalanced somewhere, mm-hmm. the the body, the spirit, all of it seeks ways how to compensate. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the thing is, anytime you see somebody being in this kind of extreme, mm-hmm. they're compensating for something they don't have. Okay. And a lot of times people who are the preachers, the saviors, the rescuers, and mm-hmm. someone who has been for years in the, in a, working with shelters and rescues, I saw so many people, so many people who had that complex. And it wasn't because they loved the animals. I mean, they, they liked them. It, it was great. But it was something more, something deeper. It was that unworthiness. Yeah. They did not believe they're worthy of love. They did not believe they're worthy of attention. That's why they gave all the hours, all the money, mm. all the time away. Yeah. You know, and, and trying to save everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And there was absolutely zero time for themselves. There's zero self-love. There was zero self-respect of course they are wearing their hours their sacrifices as a badge of honor mm-hmm. absolutely and I, I get it being there done that uh, thankfully it dawned on me that <laughs> how it goes yeah because when you are in that position playing out that role and a lot of people going throughout their lives gonna play different roles and when you are in unhealthy role, mm-hmm. like, for example, the, the rescuer um, savior syndrome complex, yeah, it, it doesn't matter uh, the, the gender, the age, like if it's in you, it's in you. And the more extreme it goes, the more you have to realize that this particular person is insufficient. They feel they are insufficient in a particular department. Yeah. So let's say, is that rescuing dogs or, you know, helping people, whatever is the case. In that extreme, what are they compensating for? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, it's all about that balance. Like people always seek out what they don't have or what they have, and they they just want more of it, right? Mm -hmm. And it comes down to the health. And number one is mental health. Mm -hmm. So when a person is mentally sound and secure and confident, they don't need to run around and preach. They don't have to run around and save anybody. Mm -hmm. It's not their job. Mm Mm-hmm. They live their life, they do their best, they lead by example, they live by their code of values, mm-hmm. right? If somebody needs help, they help them. But they don't around uh, advertising on billboards and I'm so great and this is what I did and mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. 
they don't need that. They don't want to be on a stage. And yeah. see, like, a lot of these people as well, like I said, the where these they missions. They do it for recognition. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That is so true. And as I stepped away from that, it's like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All righty then. We're not mm-hmm. saying everybody, because I'm pretty no. sure that no, but mostly, yeah, mostly. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, coming back to um, the confidence, the corruption, critical thinking—it's all tied in together, really. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So the purity. This is how I translate for me uh, the the like you know I me mean? I zoom in on every word and angles and definitions and all that mm-hmm. so in the quote when it says without becoming impure what it implies is that in the moments of receiving different opinions mm-hmm. you are not corrupted because you're confident enough and you can do your own thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's such a beautiful, empowering thing. Absolutely. Because everybody's going to have an opinion. And that is fine. Absolutely. That is absolutely fine. What you do with it, do you let it get under your skin? Do, it, do you let it affect you? Do you let it soak in or you just let it go? Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. The choice is yours. Yeah. That's the beauty of being a human. Mm-hmm. We have free will. We have a choice. Mm-hmm. You just... Right? It's supposed to be diluted in your ocean. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't It doesn't affect you. Exactly. Like, if you throw uh, a tar, oil, in an ocean, does it all go black and poisonous instantly? No. Exactly. Those are just drops. Mm-hmm. Somebody throws in a fridge. Bloom. It just goes down. Mm-hmm. You're not affected by it. Somebody throws in something else and something else and something else and yeah. something else. So who cares? If your ocean, those drops and sizes of the objects that you know, were thrown in, they don't affect you because you are fluid. Yeah. And I have to just... Uh, go with Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. Be like water. <laughs> and uh, not to mention that you also do maintenance to clean up the spilled oil. Yeah. Just so that you remain pure. You remain an ocean that's unpolluted. Exactly. Especially after uh, family holidays together. <laughs> 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 it gotta clear up a lot of oh, that stuff. My goodness. Ah. Yeah. Ah, ah. yeah. You have to be true to yourself. So it means you recognize when something gets to you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't like that feeling. Mm-hmm. But you contracted that uh, thought that is bugging you. Mm-hmm. So what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Like, if you don't feel good, like, emotions are beautiful uh, tools that show us 
when we are in alignment with ourselves and when we're not. Mm -hmm. So when we experience negative emotions, it means something is off. It's your mental alarm system. Mm -hmm. It's like security system in the house. Hey, burglar in the house, right? Mm -hmm. And it it bugs you. And who wants to feel bad? Mm -hmm. I mean, unless you're a masochist and... I've come to believe that most people are in certain ways. <laughs> it's like they say they don't like to be in that state. They don't like to experience that. Mm -hmm. But guess what? They still stay in those situations. And it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Choice. Yeah. Right. So when we have these emotions, right, and that happens daily. Not always going to go, uh, everything that we do or say our way, mm -hmm. right? So when you recognize that, you have to do a self-inquiry. Why? Mm -hmm. Like what exactly in that particular situation, in that particular uh, person, what got to me? Yeah. What is rubbing me wrong? And once you find what it is, you can work on that. Let's say somebody gave you opinion they did not like the way you look or your dress mm -hmm. or whatever. So they give you this opinion and somehow it gets to you. It happens. Mm -hmm. It happens. Somebody didn't like the way you look, so be it. And then you realize that somewhere... You agree with them, and let's say you are not so confident about wearing something. Mm -hmm. And you did, and that person apparently picked up that uh, frequency, and they were like, hey, you know, pretty much pointing out what you were thinking somewhere deep inside of yourself. Mm -hmm. So after that, number one thing, it's like a first aid kit, like emotional, spiritual first aid kit. Mm -hmm. After you figure out what when you identify the cause, mm -hmm. you need to get into the frequency of feeling good. Yeah. Like back on your ship of confidence. Right. So let's say it was outfit. You changed the outfit. Yeah. You're great. Ta-da. Uh, I'm thinking about when I was a bit younger and I was hanging out with my two friends. They're twins. And we were taking the bus and at the time, well, because we were younger, one of them had an acne problem mm -hmm. and she was insecure about her acne. Of course, it's a mm -hmm. skin condition. Mm -hmm. That's normal. Mm -hmm. And while we were on the bus, there was this old man who uh, commented on her skin problem saying that, oh, you have acne. Uh, have you seen a doctor? Have you... Have you tried this? Have you tried that? And she uh, was polite towards him, mm -hmm. but uh, she then started crying because that was something that she was very insecure about. And to have it pointed out by a total random stranger uh, when she is working on it, right? She's mm -hmm. trying very hard to uh, have this uh, skincare routine and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, sure, she didn't go to the point of seeing a dermatologist yet but mm -hmm. um i think that was ne the next thing on her list uh, but to have it pointed by a stranger really affected her and uh, i got so pissed off for her i i said i said to her you know what we're moving seats because this is an asshole mm -hmm. 
Um, so don't get me wrong. Like they, that that old man was an asshole. He is uh, who does he think he is? Mm-hmm. Uh, commenting on other people's looks. Mind your own business, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but also, as long as she's doing everything she can in her mm-hmm. power to help herself, to help her situation, then that's that's it. That's all to it. And uh, she's done her the best she can. And she should just focus on getting better and uh, being a better version mm-hmm. of herself. Um you know, it's it's sad that it did affect her, but I think now, also as as we mature, as we grow older, just don't let things affect us as much. Mm-hmm. And so that's uh, that's the important part to to retain here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, number one, you will always be affected when you have a sore spot about something. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Is that acne? Any other kind of skin condition? Your weight, your hair, your eyes, your nose, your butt, your feet. If you have a sore spot about it, anything, and anyone who says anything around it mm-hmm. will make you feel bad by mm-hmm. default. Because it's a sore spot. It's a wound. Mm-hmm. It's a mental wound. And and they're just putting salt on your wound. Absolutely. So it is on the person. Like, for example, uh, you know, there's a breakout on a face. Uh, gotta love when it's like in such awesome places like making your third eye, <laughs> right? <laughs> or, or on your lip and you're yeah. like, oh crap, gotta go on a date. Um, yeah. It happens, you know, it happens. And and you're very conscious about it. You know, you see it in a mirror and oh my gosh, I can't show my face and, and all that. And I guess it's, yeah, all I can say, it's just maturity. Okay, well, I have to go. I have to be in a public, so I'm going to do what I can do with what I have, and I'm still going to go and show my face. Mm-hmm. If somebody's going to point it out, well, yeah, thank you, genius. You know? It's right, like, that's it, that's it. it. It's it's seriously, it's like, let's say, an unfortunate thing, like somebody breaks their leg or twists their ankle and you know you need to do the crutches it's uh it's a very humbling experience mm-hmm. when you do mm-hmm. that i'll tell you that and somebody is like oh you broke your leg or you twisted your ankle and it's like seriously like it's to me it's so stupid when people are pointing on the obvious mm-hmm Right, it's the same thing. Is that acne? Is that a pimple? Is that a broken leg or overweight? Mm-hmm. It's like, so what? Mm-hmm. Like, congratulations, you can put a sentence together and say it to a stranger that that amasses to absolutely no importance. Right. Like seriously, I mean, if you can give me a solution, yeah. Right. Let's say that third eye pimple pops out and I go out and, you know, I I put whatever solve on it and it is what it is. And if, you know, let's say I'm at a store and, uh, and a lady, 
uh, turns to me and gives me, uh, instead of opinion, but advice, like, hey, have you tried this? This really mm -hmm. helps. Great. Thank you. No problemo, mm -hmm. right? But if it's not contributing to the wellness and well-being, just shut the f*** up. Yeah. Like, seriously, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah, and okay. Period. And in this case, look, listen, there's always going to be these type of people. Like, there, there will be. Well, entitled to their opinion. Yes. Um, and there's nothing you can do about it. You can't no, control that. That's no. out of your control, and so you shouldn't focus on that. What you should focus on, however, mm -hmm. is what you're doing to help yourself. Exactly. You know, exactly. Uh, it is a process, it is a journey, and you should focus on that. Because in the end, when you get the results that you want, when you have a clear face and you've been focusing on your journey and your hard work, mm -hmm then it's going to be very rewarding. And see, since you focused on your journey and your hard work, you didn't focus on the negativity that others uh, try to uh, try to pollute. Yeah, you pollute, know? hook your attention, right? Like everybody going to have opinion, mm -hmm. right? Like people have this tendency of sharing their opinions. Uh, gosh, <laughs> got to wear... No soliciting t-shirts, but the thing is, I, I don't wear t-shirts, so. <laughs> but yeah, it sometimes feels that way, that you have to spell out, and here's the kicker, even when you spell out to people, I'm not interested mm -hmm. in X, Y, Z, because they are so entitled, mm -hmm. and they feel they have to, yeah. right? They're going to do that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we are thankfully in a position where we can just hang up <laughs> and walk away. Yeah. Right. And sometimes we aren't. And then we have to draw the line. Right. Absolutely. Like set the boundaries, listen, and you give them directions. And sometimes there's no respect mm -hmm. because remember people who don't respect themselves, don't respect other people. And then you just cut them out. Yeah. You know, bye. Yeah, you're done. You're done. And it, it goes back to having the confidence and confidence is rooted in high self-esteem and in self-love. So when you're doing all the best you can for yourself, regardless of appearances, regardless of the opinions other people uh, give, mm -hmm. what's going to happen? We can do nothing about it. It's like weather. Sometimes it rains, sometimes it snows, and sometimes there's a monsoon. Mm -hmm. Please go away. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just a part of life. Yeah. Yeah? It's it just the way it goes. And holding grudges doesn't help you. Yeah. That's another huge thing. So by being pure... It means as well not holding grudges against people who were insensitive or, you know, gave their opinion and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just right? who they were and the end of it. <laughs> it mm -hmm. is what it is. It's Yeah. And uh, going back to it's out of your control. Don't focus on it. It's not something that you can ever change. Mm -hmm. You can't control other people. You can no. control yourself, though, and you can control how you think. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, you can certainly try to shift focus. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just try your best to do that. And also to not be that hard on yourself because uh, don't expect from zero to a hundred. You have... (laughs) Right? Like you have, it's a process. It's, it is a process. Uh, you can't say if you have a face full of acne today, don't expect clear skin tomorrow or by the end of the week. Mm-hmm. It's Well, I love it's the way that's work. actually realistic if you have the, the, the right tools. Sure. I mean, I mean week is, to me, is realistic. I mean, being there, done that. I'm talking about um, very, very... Uh, horrible acne like cystic acne oh yeah yeah so so do what you need <laughs> I'm to do i speaking from experience here <laughs> <laughs> so do what you need to do do what you can mm-hmm. uh with what you have and don't have any regrets uh don't be too hard on yourself be realistic with your expectations because mm-hmm. that's dangerous if you're not realistic and uh then you'll never meet any of your expectations and that'll just you set yourself for failure Mm-hmm. You'll always fail if you have unrealistic expectations. Um, and beating so, yourself up. Exactly, exactly. And then you won't have any motivation to try again. Mm-hmm. Because what's the point, right? What's the point? I'm just going to fail again. Um, so just focus on the journey and uh, you'll get there eventually. Exactly. Like every journey, the thousand mile journey starts with the first step. Love that. And that's all we can do, you know? Yeah. Like, when we are looking in the mirror, we see our physical selves, right? Mm -hmm. And we close our eyes, we can connect to the other parts of ourselves, right? Mentally and, and spiritually. And that's where the most work actually is. It is. It truly is. Right. And with that, see, like with skin issues, those are all suppressed emotions. And why we, especially when we are teenagers, why there's so many, you know, breakouts, acne and all that stuff, because there's a lot of suppressed emotions. It's a it's a very hectic period for most of us. Hormonal imbalance. There's lots of different things, different Different factors. factors. And that's why as well, later in life, after, you know, puberty stuff, uh, when uh, adults still have skin diseases of any kinds, and I can attest uh, myself, I'm like, yay, I already did my manifestation experiment before. <laughs> mm-hmm. That when I came to understanding that everything uh, has to find its way through, right? Oh, yeah. And specifically when it comes to skin, our largest organ, suppressed emotions is how we manifest all the skin diseases. It means you're not authentic, you're not true to yourself, you silence yourself, there's a resentment, there's anger, you don't let it out. So guess what? Everything that you are suppressing, it has to find a way, right? So when you have that anger, resentment, silence, suffering, guess what happens? You're not letting it out. Yeah. So the skin lets it out. So anybody who wants to work on their skin issues, 
have to look past the layers of the skin inside of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, what is literally getting under my skin? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's where the saying the really comes from. Mm-hmm. Somebody got under your skin, literally. That's how it is. Yeah. Like you resent somebody, you are unhappy with somebody. And this suffering, this emotional turmoil has to express it. Yeah. Itself. So as within, so without, right? Mm-hmm. And tying this together with the sea, when you are free and flowing and alignment, balanced, you know, like water, mm-hmm. can you suppress anything in that huge ocean? impossible it is too vast thank you mm-hmm. thank you exactly so you have to be fluid and when we are rigid that's when the things break mm-hmm.